Welcome to Anything But Routine. Today, Cindy talks about the scary horror stories from her over 40 years of dance experience. We also read your stories that you submitted for this episode. So sit back and enjoy this scary episode of Anything But Routine. One, two, three, four. Hi everyone, we're excited to read through some of these stories that have been submitted. I'm Cindy and Amanda's here and we're just going to kind of share some of our own and some of everyone else's. So, an uninvited guest is the name of this one and Molly from St. Peter submitted it. There was a bat flying around the gym during our spring show. It started swooping down towards the audience and dancers so we had to pause the show we even had some spectators trying to catch it with, a bl- with their blankets and jackets. The show had to go on, as it always does, right? So I told our youngest dancers, we're going to dance with the birdie in the room. That's great. I love it. Um, had something similar happen to myself, I oh, guess. I think I know what you're going to tell. <laughs> we were at the Outback Bowl, and it happened to be raining, I believe, and we had to go into the school instead of practicing out on the field. And I'm terrified of any sort of yeah. rodent, animal, any of that stuff. So this bat situation would have been a nightmare. But we were sitting on the floor watching video and I, out of the corner of my eye, catch a little glimpse of something running across the rafter. It is a huge rat. Huge rat. And I had my back to it. And I'm like froze. And so I probably did the thing that I am not the most proud of. Everyone kind of saw it and kind of (gasps) gasped. And then the rat goes flying down, like running down the thing towards where we were all sitting. So it just just was like great panic. So I'm running, pushed a girl from Blaine (laughs) onto the floor as I'm running through the hallway. And halfway down, I was like, oh, wait. I'm part of the staff. I should probably be back like helping direct traffic and not running away. Speaking of rats, we were in New York City a couple of years ago and we were running our New York tour and all of a sudden, were you in the back? Or? I was in the back, yeah. And the, the, we, we lead the people around New York with these flags so people don't get lost because it's our tour. We go to, Dis- or to Broadway and this and that. We go to everything and all of a sudden the line just like... Well, it's like parting the sea and I'm like, what's going on up there? And I guess a big, huge rat was running down the group and so, ran right through our group and it just parted the red sea you know it was like it took a turn before it got to me i probably wouldn't be here right now like took out another fifth grader i don't know so all right so i'm going to read it looks like one from what's on the floor what is that on the floor sarah from detroit lakes it says one time i was waiting for my class to start and a girl from the class before peed on the floor and my coach had to clean it up well, that, you know, that's, if you teach three-year-olds, that's kind of a once-a-month occurrence. No, not that often. Well, but yeah, because this year was probably my worst one that ever happened. A kid day. peed on the floor, but then her little friend next door slipped in it and yeah. fell in the pee. So it was just like trifecta that of all the bad, bad things. Yeah. I don't know if this is too gross to talk about, but remember when the girl, okay, one little girl had to throw up in our little preschool class. And instead of, like, she was trying to be good and run to a garbage or something, but she ran to the, what is it called? The, the cold air return or whatever. Yeah. And she threw up into the vent. So it kind of all went down there. And we we're like, oh, cool. That's great. Now we don't have to clean it up. And then all of a sudden the vent turned on. And it was like, 
spewing up in the air. <laughs> and the smell lingered for quite some time. I'm like I'm sure to get sick. It was gross. The yeah, struggles of teaching are real. They really are. It, yes. It's gross. So um, now I wanted to read one from Bridget from Minneapolis. Now this was a Minnesota competitive team that submitted this. And she said, state competition in the 90s. They were in the shoot for finals and her senior captain got a nosebleed. She told the monitor in the shoot to see if she can radio the judges to get us some time. And she says, nope, you have to go. Now, this is how much is, has changed, you know, in our rules. So she rallied her team to go out. They looked back to see the captain crouched down and sobbing. This is sad. With the assistant coach and her sister holding on to her, rocking back and forth, also crying. So that team, Bridget's team, was the reason the rule was put in place that if you get a bloody nose or, or something so you can go to the end of the line and start over again. Every rule that's been made in, in dance is because of a reason or, you know, something similar to that. So thanks for sharing that. Not funny, but sad. And I kind of feel like this happened to your team too. It says going up, it was Kelly from Sartell. She said oh. state tournament 2009, they were stuck in the elevator with 36 dancers for 72 minutes. Yeah. We've never been stuck in an elevator, you but it's something, weren't you? No, it was her. I think we've talked about it, but I helped her team out of a fire once at a hotel, Kelly's team. But yeah, so Sartell dance team in, if no one's been at our state tournament, it's at the Target Center in this, this, elevator is huge. Other nightmares, um, Kara from Thief River Falls said it was about 11 at night. This is a mother's nightmare. She was leaving at seven in the morning for the last competition of the year on a bus. And she thought she'd be a good mom and just take a little extra time and get all those wrinkles out of the lyrical costume. She laid the outfit on the, the ironing board. You know where this is going. And and she's done it several times before on a delicate setting, but to make a long story short, she burned a big hole in the costume. It was smoking. Her daughter came down, started crying, and she was a miracle worker because she sewed up the hole, and the show must go on. So, um, We have one from Riley from New Ulm. It was called Attack of the Zippers. One time at a dance competition, my uniform zipper broke, so the back was wide open. Another team had the same uniform, so one of the girls let me wear hers for the performance. There was one song in between, and so right when the song ended, I sprinted out onto the floor down to the chute. As soon as I got there, the entire team formed a wall around me. The girl and the girl as we frantically traded back uniforms. I thanked them and told them good luck as they walked on the floor just in time. Well, isn't that cool to help out another team? Yeah, we've had broken zippers. I remember we had one. We reused an old costume on my high school team from years ago, and the zipper broke. (laughs) This was like maybe eight years ago, and I said... Well, perhaps if I wasn't reusing a costume from 1995, <laughs> it might, help. might help, you know. Uh, my daughter actually had a zipper break on one of her costumes at something. The only reason this is funny is because the girl she traded with, she ends up putting it on it and the armpits were soaking wet. Well, so uh, she started crying and I'm like, get out there. Let's go. So, <laughs> that's so gross. <laughs> it was pretty gross. Okay, I have a really funny one. We were doing a palm routine and at the time I had kept all the palms in a big hefty trash bag. And so I'm doling out the palms to all the kids, and we're at a basketball game. This is years ago. So we're ready to go, and I'm over across the gym running the music, and I'm watching this girl. She has her hands on her hips, and I kept looking at her like, come on, there's... There was a hefty trash bag taped to her one pom pom, oh, no. like a huge bag, and I'm kind of looking at her, trying to catch her eye, and she's like, "What?" Like across the gym, and I'm like, you know, pointing. She's like, "What?" And then she goes out, 
and all, she's out on the floor, and the whole time, this bag oh, no. is like flying, and she kept following it with her eyes as well. It was so fresh, like just rip the thing off, you know, but she kept it on the whole entire time. If you had wanted it to, it would have never stayed. So, um, what else? That kind of is kind of like this one from Lauren from St. Peter. It said she was out on the way out to her floor, and one of her teammates' barrettes fell out of their hair, and then stuck into the bottom of her shoe. So she was trying to dance with that barrette stuck in the bottom of her shoe, but thankfully the announcer kind of noticed and stopped the music and let them start over. Well, that's good. Yeah. Kind of funny at the time. All the weird things that happen. Like one day we were doing this really creative palm routine. I got the the idea in Iowa. I had judged down there. And so I brought this idea back to Minnesota, but we did this peel or ripple where we punch out our palms and then we had fish line tied to them. Oh my gosh, I remember that. It was so yes. cool. And you drop them and they, the palm would hit the floor and then you could kind of jerk it, jerk it. And it would like, it almost looked like it was magnetic up to your hand, mm-hmm. but it was great. We did it. And then all of a sudden, two, one girl's string got caught around another girl's arm or something and they're pulling each other apart and they couldn't it was fish line and it was just wrapped and then she ended up having it tangled and it was flying through the air remember it was just away from the other girl and oh it was terrible i even remember who it was it was maureen (laughs) yeah so funny that is awesome let's see what else well this this one i'll make fun of myself so we are performing at an event and this is back when we had cassette tapes so I'm going to date myself. I could even date myself worse than that. But we're using cassette tapes and it got eaten. Like, like, it just, oh, yeah. it, it like sucked it into the, and, and I've got all these kids out there ready to dance and all these parents watching and I didn't know what to do. So I just, I sang. On the I, mic? Yeah. Oh my God. I sang on the mic, but the song was Shaka Khan. I'm getting embarrassed <laughs> saying it. So I'm like, Shaka Khan, everybody, Shaka Khan. And then I didn't know the words. So I'd be like, one, two, three, Shaka Khan, everybody, one, two. And I was just like, oh, my God. When it got done, it was hysterically funny. I'm, I didn't live that down for a long time. And a couple years ago, we were at a basketball t- game, and our music stopped. And I don't remember what I did. They didn't know where they were. So I got on the mic and went, Take it from the toe touch. Oh gosh, I feel I I remember. Yes, that was funny. They still bring that up to me that they're like, take it from the toe touch. It was funny. Oh, that's so funny. I'm trying to think of anything that's happened to me like at a performance. I know I I used to teach about 50 minutes away from here in another town, and we got all the way there, and I forgot all of our music back in Brainerd for our show. So I had to send my husband back. So that'd be like what, like almost Mm -hmm. two hour wait. So I remember. We we're getting closer to the showtime, and he was about forty minutes away. So, just dying. so we were doing activities on the floor and doing all this stuff. They probably thought I was nuts. I didn't tell anyone anything because I was so young, and I was trying to just like smooth it over. It's so funny because I remember, like, think how different it is now because music yeah, is just so that. instant. Like when I was a senior in high school, we forgot our record. <laughs> our record to dance at my first competition I ever danced in. It was at St. Cloud Tech High School and my dad was the hero. He brought the record down and um, and I remember standing on the steps waiting for him to drive to give me the record but you didn't have cell phones so I didn't even know where he was so I had to stand outside and wait for this record you know forever yeah so he didn't even come in and watch though that's how much stuff has changed here's your record honey you know that was it that's an hour drive yeah so so we were at the twins game and this was probably one of the hardest performances I've ever done 
in my 40 years of doing this or 45 years, um, we had 1,437 performers at the Minnesota Twins game. We practiced outside in the heat all day. It was so hot, hot. kids were puking. We were forcing fluids and trying to keep them okay, but we were out on the tar. And we get in there, and I had my kick line, like it wasn't a kick line. It was like 10 kick lines turned around and backwards. And so I had to like, and that may not sound like a huge problem, but it, it was huge. And my husband, Sandy House was helping at the time, and my husband goes, what's your problem? Sandy's got her kids looking just perfect. And I'm, I looked at him with kind of a little gesture, like, thank you very much. And then I'll tell another funny one on myself. I'm, I'm always listening to music, just always, always. And I live in this little small town of Brainerd. I'm getting gas one morning after morning practice and my music was playing in my car and I was I was out there pumping gas it's like 6 a.m. or something you know morning practice time and I all of a sudden I hear over the speak I started trying to move to the music I was trying to step to see if it would work to travel and I hear over the speakers get it Cindy <laughs> everybody in the gas station was watching me and I'm like oh that was hysterically funny so um so I had a class and uh, we decided to wear these wigs. So there were a couple of things going on at the time. <laughs> <laughs> I remember this now. We're wearing these wigs. And the first thing that happened was a girl was standing there with her hand on her head, holding her wig. And I'm looking at her going, what are you doing? And she's like, I didn't pin my wig down and it keeps falling off. I'm like, so what's your plan when you go out to dance? Like you're just going to hold it. So she's in straight panic. So I'm kind of fixing her wig. And we had another girl at the same time was kind of watching what was going out on the floor and looking back at what was happening with us. Maybe she, one of her first competitions. Probably she, her first. Yeah. <laughs> she had a little bit of um, performance anxiety. And she just screams to the group, we're going to lose. <laughs> like, <laughs> top of her lungs. I was just Bring like, oh my God. Out. And it's like, oh my gosh, it, that was like a whole bunch of things in one. It was so funny. Well, one time we were at, um, and it was a conference meet, so it's kind of a big deal, <clears throat> you know, your conference championship, but it was one of the first ones of the year, and we were doing this move where, I wish I had this video, because I don't, but we were backing up, so, and we'd back up to form a kick line. Well, the one of the girls on the end fell down and slipped, and then everybody just dominoed after her, and... And we were up at the top watching, and we went down. And I said to my daughter, Allie, oh, my gosh, did you see the oh. the pile up? And she goes, yeah. And then she said some kid's name, like, yeah, Megan really. And I go, Megan? No, it was the other end. She goes, oh, no, it was this end, too. So apparently we had a pile up on both ends. We each saw one of them. And, and it was not good. That's yeah, it was so not good. So that was bad. I can think of so many costume malfunctions. So we were at nationals down in Florida and we were doing an open kick and we had these little, now this is probably in the late eighties, we had skirts on and one of the girls kicked up inside the skirt and on the way down pulled the skirt completely oh. off the girl next to her, like literally yanked whoop, and off. yanked it off. Another malfunction, we had these rever we had these costumes that were neon orange in the back and they were purple in the front. And they were like two pieces. One part was pants and one part was the the costume. She put her pants on backwards. And we oh, were dancing wow. out of town. And they were lined up to go in. It was the same kind of thing like I was talking with the pom-pom. I was sitting there trying to catch her eyes and pointing at her. And she's like, what, what? You know, looking at me with this little cheerful face. And 
she she threw one kick up and saw the color like come up like, her face, oh, no. and you just saw her face just go. <clears throat> so that was one. I'm trying to think what else. I've had people um, at the show. I had somebody's pants fall down. We were wearing these '70s pants, and they just—I think it was lycra on lycra—and it oh, just so slid, and yeah. they fell down, and they were way down around her knees, and she was wearing a leotard. So, not it's not funny, but it is kind of afterwards. Not if it's not happening to you, then, right. then you can laugh. Who is, who is at a camp one time years ago? I had somebody's um, their top fell all the way down. Oh, like at the camp show? Yeah, at the camp show. Like Ooh. totally. Like yeah, there oh, we were. Oh, well, this is probably the worst story I ever saw. This was years ago. A team was dancing at the Aquatennial. And they were wearing A-line dresses that kind of go, like the seam goes right up and over the bust. And they were, these costumes, they got them the day of the event or the day before. They'd never oh. practiced in them. And they were glued together rather than sewn. It sounds like a disaster. It was a disaster. I, I will never forget this. And as they were dancing, they, they were splitting. Like everyone? Like, like yeah. <laughs> and like I'm talking... Like anatomy sticking oh, out, no. you know, and they're in the splits, bawling. <gasps> they're sitting on the floor, going, ah, you know, crying, and they're like, like yeah. taking it for the team. Well, didn't that happen at nationals once to a college team where somebody? It was in the front of the paper. Uniform malfunction, kind of like Janet Jackson at the Super well, Bowl. Yeah, right? yeah. There was a girl I remember at a <clears throat> high school competition, and I believe she might dance with my daughter on the on her oh. college team and her costume came open but she didn't realize it right so like everyone could see oh that was terrible and she couldn't and she didn't notice oh and you did that's one where you're probably like come on help somebody stop the music yeah, yeah oh man stop the music yeah. Um, I had a funny story about Allie from one of my practices when I was a about high school. Yeah, <laughs> when I was a high school kid. So I was on Cindy's dance team, and we were um, practicing winter. There was a big, huge drift outside, and we practiced in a big open room with a huge window. We had a glass wall, kind of. Yeah. Like yep. And so um, Allie was young. I don't even know. She would have been pretty little. Eight, maybe seven. I don't know. Running up the kind of playing on the little snow drift, and she fell <laughs> into the into like a air pocket kind of. So she was trapped in the but in the window in like a little hole. So she's banging on the window and we can't, she can't hear. Her and we kind of are noticing when we're trying to be like, coach, uh, your daughter. And then she's <laughs> and like, come on, focus. <laughs> she's like, in coach one. And we're like, Ellie's stuck out in the snow. Oh, isn't that terrible? Oh. So we were in Tokyo, Japan, <clears throat> probably one of my more memorable performances, but we were performing at a rock concert. It was my high school team and a team from McCullough, Texas. And we were dancing at a show called The Alfie. And he was like the Japanese Michael Jackson, kind of. He was a star. And it was a big deal to be at this concert. And they said, okay, a sonic boom is going to boom. This curtain is going to drop. And you're going to run around The Alfie screaming with your pom-poms, kind of like a flash mob around him. Like excited to see Excited him. to see him. They do stuff there. like that at Super Bowl all the time yeah. where it's like a mosh pit kind of thing. So the boom went off. And the curtain went down, and we went running around him 
but it was not at the point in the concert where it was supposed to happen. Like it wasn't our era as much as the curtain drop got people. We were following the cues, but we ran out there and he's like, no, get away, get away, get away. And we were like, oh my God, it was so embarrassing. Oh my gosh. It was terrible. So, so we were at the orange bowl and the, that is really a big production, you know, at the Orange Bowl. You're working with a lot of producers and different people. Well, our it was like a 25th anniversary of the Orange Bowl show at the time. And we were supposed to do a light stick portion where we did these wild light, like, you know, if you've never done a light stick routine, the faster you move your arms, the cooler the light show is because it streams the light. And the, and the lights are out, so it's like Yes, darkening. it's blackout. So, and oh, Orange Bowl has unbelievable lighting capabilities. It's just great. But whoever was the tech that day, when we were supposed to be lights out, he had full house lighting and the music came, so we had to go. But we looked like idiots because we were just like flailing. flailing about with our arms and, and it was just, so embarrassing and people were and it was on tv it was like i'm sure they were like what are these people doing it was not the pinnacle of my career you know it was all that was terrible but and then when we're then when we were supposed to dance the lights went out so you couldn't see us so it was the worst halftime ever oh it was just that was not good (laughs) but i've always said disasters too like the year that it's uh 99 degrees, we were at the Citrus Bowl, we wore turtleneck, black, long-sleeve unitards, and it's 99 degrees. Oh, and we had cat-in-the-hat felt hats on, like hats, like we could have been in the winter, and so that was the day it was 99. Then the day we did the beach party show, and we're wearing like swimsuit, kind of leotard-looking swimsuits, but very, very small. Our little kids were in itsy-bitsy, teeny-weeny bikinis, and... It was so cold that we had to wrap the younger kids in capes that we were using for the finale to keep them warm because it was raining. And I've had Outback Bowl uh, disasters where kids were, you know, yeah, when you at a bowl game, everything's timed for television. So you have to hit that field. And what is it, like 30 seconds to get Whether out you're there? Ready or not, like Whether you're you ready or not, that music goes. And you have, um, like, it's about... 700 or 600 kids running out on the field and you have 30 seconds so you can imagine how fast they have to go well one year it had just rained like crazy at the outback ball this was years ago when it was hall of fame ball and we were booting it i had so many kids going swoosh swoosh just falling and like i probably had 10 in a row fall and slide across the field but we got up and did it in the rain so Uh, will you tell your story about the balloons Oh yeah, this was funny. This so, would be kind of like a prop malfunction, like prop, prop malfunction. Prop so we were so excited. We were doing these these balloons that we were supposed to let go at one part of the performance, and they were going to be helium, and they were going to go up in the sky. And it was like we were going to put our hands up, and it was supposed to be like a, a beautiful, a beautiful yeah. vision, you know, with all of them going up. And we had it all planned. And that year, they made a decision that at the last minute, of course, after we had purchased all these things and we're ready to go and choreographed it we're already there at the outback bowl they're like oh no you can't let the balloons go because it could hurt the turtles you know they could fall into the ocean and hurt the turtles so we're like now what you know and we found this out like the day of or whatever so you just had to okay what are we gonna do we got a punt you know so we let the balloon we had air in the balloons and we let them go but you know what that sounds like it sounded like 
uh, but no, there were like 400 of them. So it just was, oh, that was not good. That was not good, but oh, we did so it. Funny. So we used to practice in the student lounge at Brainerd High School, and the pool was on the other side of where our practice area was, and the cafeteria was on the other side. So sometimes the swim meets, they would eat in the cafeteria, and then they would have to go through our practice area to go to the pool. But most people would walk around the side and, you know, go to the other way. It was very, it was very annoying all the time to have all this high traffic, tra area. high traffic area that we practiced, but you got used to it. So we are, uh, one day this guy is walking through wearing a Speedo suit, I kid you not, right as we go to a circle, and he's in the middle of the circle, like we were practicing, we kind of like enclosed him in like, you know, and he's like, I kid you not, he goes, where's the pool? <laughs> and the kids just hit the deck, it was so funny, this poor guy, because he's a high school kid, high school girl surrounding him, and he's in his Speedo, it was great. Thanks for listening to Anything But Routine. If you like the podcast, subscribe and give us a rating. We'll see you next time.